Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. This is the second episode in a three-part episode on tobacco and tobacco use. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, seeing a psychiatrist, or a medical doctor. All information is researched, and my opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse, tobacco treatment specialist, and professional content developer. So let's get started. The first thing we are going to discuss is electronic cigarettes. Uh, If you've considered trying electronic cigarettes, you might wonder if they're really a, a safer or a healthier option, or if they can help you quit smoking. Here's what you need to know about e-cigarettes. First of all, how do they work? Uh, Electronic cigarettes are battery-operated devices that heat a liquid solution, usually but not always containing nicotine, uh, turning it into a vapor that can be inhaled. They are often called e-cigarettes, e-vaporizers, or electronic nicotine delivery systems. Using e-cigarettes is often referred to as vaping. Some e-cigarettes resemble traditional cigarettes, cigars, or, or pipes. Others look like pens or flash drives or have completely different designs. E-cigarettes can be disposable or refillable. Most use a cartridge. Uh, Disposable cartridges are sometimes called pods or have a refillable reservoir or tank to hold the liquid, also called e-liquid or e-juice. The liquid typically contains nicotine, uh, flavorings, propylene glycol, and vegetable glycerin. The strength of an e-cigarette is determined by the amount of nicotine in the e-liquid and is expressed in milligrams per milliliter or as a percentage. However, studies have raised concerns that product labels don't always provide accurate information about nicotine content. Some pods contain a concentrated form of nicotine called nicotine salt. A pod containing 5% nicotine salt may have as much as 30 to 50 milligrams of nicotine, which is the equivalent amount of nicotine delivered in one to three packs of cigarettes. So that's, that's quite a bit of nicotine there. So the next question is, are e-cigarettes safe? Well, the the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has reported more than 2,500 cases of lung injury that's been tied to vaping, mostly involving products that contain THC. Uh, The CDC and the Food and Drug Administration recommend that people not 
using vaping products uh, containing THC, particularly from sources such as friends, family, or in-person or online dealers. So the CDC and the FDA are recommending that people do not use vaping products that contain THC, uh, particularly from sources such as friends, family, or in-person or online dealers, worth repeating. The FDA is also warning people not to add THC, other oils, or any other substances to vaping products. So if you vape, watch for symptoms like coughing, shortness of breath, and chest pain. Seek medical attention if you're concerned about your health. E-cigarettes containing nicotine aren't considered safe for adolescents, young adults, or pregnant women. Nicotine can harm brain development in children and young adults into their early 20s and is toxic to developing fetuses. Children and adults have also been poisoned by swallowing, breathing, or absorbing e-cigarette liquid through their skin or eyes, according to the CDC. In youth and adult non-smokers, e-cigarette use also poses the risk of a nicotine addiction. Now, this could lead to long-term use of e-cigarettes, the effects of which aren't known, or to the use of traditional cigarettes. Research has shown that teen use of e-cigarettes is on the rise and associated with increased future use of traditional cigarettes. Rarely, defective e-cigarette batteries have caused fires and explosions mostly while the batteries are being charged. So, leads me to the next question. Will e-cigarettes help people quit smoking? First of all, e-cigarettes aren't approved by the FDA as a quit aid studies to test whether e-cigarettes can help people stop using tobacco have had what I would say just inconsistent results. Limited research suggests, however, that using only e-cigarettes containing nicotine to quit smoking can be effective short-term compared with using medicinal nicotine replacements but there isn't enough evidence comparing the safety and effectiveness of using e-cigarettes to quit smoking. And established evidence-based treatment. So e-cigarettes might be appropriate only in those unwilling to try what we call evidence-based smoking cessation therapies or who haven't had success with those type of therapies. So if you use e-cigarettes to quit smoking, remember 
that your goal is to completely quit using all tobacco products. Also, the dual use of e-cigarettes containing nicotine and traditional cigarettes is strongly discouraged. If you're looking for help to stop smoking, there are several FDA-approved medications that we will be talking about, which is the third episode in this three-episode topic. So we'll talk about uh, the combination of medication and counseling also. In fact, medication and counseling has been shown to work the best. Because of the unresolved safety concerns and because the research on e-cigarettes as a stop smoking aid is inconclusive, the Mayo Clinic doesn't recommend use of e-cigarettes as a way to quit smoking. So we're going to jump now into hookah smoking. And the the first question we're going to address is, is hookah smoking safer than smoking cigarettes? Hookah smoking is not safer than cigarette smoking. Hookah smoking is also known as uh, nargile, shisha, and a hookah is a water pipe with a smoke chamber, a bowl, a pipe, and a hose. Especially made tobacco is then heated and the smoke passes through the water and is then drawn up through a rubber hose to a mouthpiece. The tobacco is no less toxic in a hookah pipe than in a cigarette. In fact, the water in the hookah does not filter out the toxic ingredients in the tobacco smoke. And hookah smokers may actually inhale more tobacco smoke than cigarette smokers do because of the large volume of smoke they inhale in one smoking session, uh, which can last as long as, on average, about 60 minutes. So while the research about hookah smoking is still emerging, evidence shows that it poses many dangers. Hookah smoke contains high levels of toxic compounds, including tar, carbon monoxide, heavy metals, and cancer-causing chemicals, which are known as carcinogens. In fact, hookah smokers are exposed to more carbon monoxide and smoke than are cigarette smokers. 
as with cigarette smoking, hookah smoking is linked to lung and oral cancers, uh, add-on heart disease and other serious illnesses. Hookah smoking delivers about the same amount of nicotine as cigarette smoking, possibly leading to tobacco dependence. Hookah smoke poses dangers associated with secondhand smoke. Hookah smoking by pregnant women uh, can result in low birth weight babies. So that's something that's real important for a pregnant woman to uh, realize that hookah smoking uh, while pregnant is not recommended. Hookah pipes uh, used in hookah bars and cafes may not be cleaned properly, risking the spread of infectious diseases. So that is what we have to say as far as hookah. Now, smokeless tobacco products. When we talk about smokeless tobacco products, we're talking about chewing tobacco and other forms of smokeless tobacco. And in fact, they are more harmful and addictive than you might think. Chewing tobacco and other smokeless tobacco products are often promoted as safer than cigarettes because they aren't linked to lung cancer. However, these products have some of the same risks as cigarettes. And smokeless tobacco has other risks as well. There are no harmless tobacco products. That's what I'm trying to say in short. So what is smokeless tobacco? Smokeless tobacco products consist of tobacco that's chewed, sucked, or sniffed rather than smoked. Nicotine is absorbed through the tissues of the mouth and in some cases swallowed. Many types of smokeless tobacco products are used uh, around the world. In the US, the most popular include uh, chewing tobacco, snuff, snus, and dissolvable tobacco products. Let's start with chewing tobacco. Chewing tobacco is sold as loose leaves. Uh, braided leaves called a twist and compressed leaves called the plug. Um, it may be flavored. Chewing tobacco is placed between the cheek and the gum. And the saliva that builds up in the mouth is either spit out or swallowed. Chewing tobacco is also called chew, spitting tobacco, or spit. Moving on to snuff. Snuff is finely ground tobacco that may be dry or moist. It's packaged in tins or pouches. It, it may be flavored. A pinch of snuff is placed along the gum line, either behind the lip or behind the gum and cheek. Using snuff is also called 
dipping. Uh, dry snuff can be snorted. The next thing is snus. Snus. Snus is a type of moist snuff that originated in Sweden. It's sold loose or in pouches. Snus is pasteurized to kill bacteria that can produce cancer-causing chemicals. Some evidence suggests that snus users aren't at as great a risk as cigarette users are for mouth cancer, heart disease, stroke, lung cancer, and other lung problems. Dissolvable tobacco. Dissolvable tobacco products are powdered tobacco that's been pressed into shapes such as tablets, sticks, or strips. Some contain sweeteners or flavoring and may look like candy. The pressed tobacco is chewed or held in the mouth until it dissolves. These products are not the same as the nicotine lozenges used to help people quit smoking. So let's talk about the health risks of smokeless tobacco. Smokeless tobacco products might expose people to lower levels of harmful chemicals than tobacco smoke, but that doesn't mean these products are a safe alternative to smoking. The smokeless tobacco contains nicotine, which can lead to addiction and dozens of chemicals that can cause cancer. Smokeless tobacco contains nicotine, as I said, and health problems related to smokeless tobacco include the addiction. Uh, nicotine is the chemical that makes tobacco addictive. Research suggests that people who use smokeless tobacco get as much or more nicotine into their bodies as people who smoke cigarettes. Just as with smoking withdrawal from smokeless tobacco, um, I'm sorry, uh, what I meant to say is just as with smoking, withdrawal from smokeless tobacco can cause intense cravings, irritability, and depressed mood. And the big C, cancer. The use of chewing tobacco and other smokeless tobacco products increases the risk of cancer of the mouth, throat, and pancreas. Smokeless tobacco also increases the risk of developing small white patches in your mouth called leukoplakia. These patches are precancerous, meaning that they have the potential to turn into cancer. Heart disease. Some forms of smokeless tobacco increase your heart rate and your blood pressure. And long-term use of smokeless tobacco increases your risk of dying of heart disease and stroke. And of course, we're talking dental disease. The sugar and irritants in smokeless tobacco products can cause cavities, abrasion of teeth, uh, staining of your teeth, 
bad breath, gum disease, receding gums, uh, bone loss around the roots, and tooth loss. Pregnancy risk. Uh, using smokeless tobacco during pregnancy increases the risk of stillbirth, low birth weight, and heart rate variability in infants. And lastly, poisoning risk. The candy-like appearance and flavors of smoke, uh, smokeless tobacco products make them attractive to children. Eating these products can cause nicotine poisoning. Nicotine poisoning in children may cause nausea, vomiting, weakness, convulsions, uh, unresponsiveness, trouble breathing, and even death. So that's pretty serious. Manufacturers may imply that smokeless tobacco will help people quit smoking, but this hasn't been proved. Because of the health risks, smokeless tobacco products aren't a good alternative to quit smoking. If you use chewing tobacco or other forms of smokeless tobacco, consider options to help you quit. Your doctor can be a great resource and can help you create what we call a quit plan. Resources developed for smoking cessation may help you stop using smokeless tobacco. Um, the following interventions have been found most effective in research about quitting chewing tobacco and other smokeless products. Uh, behavioral interventions such as telephone services, self-help materials, and counseling. Nicotine replacement therapy, like using the patch, gum, or lozenges, can help reduce cravings for tobacco products, and we'll get into that even more. Uh, medication, and uh, we'll talk about that. So, smokeless tobacco isn't free of harm, or uh, cancer, as many people might think. People still smoke cigars. So I'm going to talk about, is cigar smoking safer, safer than cigarette smoking? The answer is no. Despite what people might have heard, cigar smoking isn't safer than cigarette smoking, even if you don't intentionally inhale the smoke. Like cigarette smoking, cigar smoking exposes people to nicotine. Cigars like cigarettes contain nicotine, the, subs the substance that can lead to tobacco dependence, as we know. A single full-size cigar can contain nearly as much nicotine as does a pack of cigarettes. One single full-size cigar. If you inhale cigar smoke, you can get as much nicotine as if you smoked cigarettes. And even if you don't intentionally inhale, large amounts of nicotine can be absorbed through the lining of the mouth. Smoking cigars instead of cigarettes doesn't reduce anyone's risk of nicotine dependence. 
And then there's secondhand smoke. Secondhand smoke from cigars contains the same toxic chemicals that secondhand cigarette smoke does. This type of smoke can cause or contribute to lung cancer and heart disease. It also increases the risk and severity of childhood asthma, ear infections, and upper and lower respiratory infections in children. Cigar smoking poses serious health risks, including the big C, cancer. All tobacco smoke contains chemicals that can cause cancer, and cigar smoke is no exception. Regular cigar smoking increases the risk of several types of cancers, including cancers of the mouth, throat, esophagus, and larynx. Then we're talking about lung and heart disease. Regular cigar smoking increases the risk of lung diseases, including emphysema and what we call chronic bronchitis. It might also increase the risk of heart disease, such as coronary artery disease. And then we also talk about oral diseases. Cigar smoking has been linked to oral and dental disease, such as gum disease and tooth loss. Switching from cigarette smoking to cigar smoking can be particularly harmful because you might inhale cigar smoke the way you inhaled cigarette smoke. The more cigars you smoke and the deeper you inhale, the greater the risks. Although the health effects of occasional cigar smoking aren't as clear, the only safe level of cigar smoking is none at all. Instead of trying to choose between cigarette smoking and cigar smoking and e-cigarette smoking, using a hookah, um, try to quit tobacco entirely. There is no safe form of tobacco, no matter how you look at it. Stay tuned for our third episode in a three-part episode on tobacco and uh, this is real life this is lisa stay well